It cannot touch my mind. It cannot touch my heart. And it cannot touch my soul. Join our team in the fight against cancer at V.org. The training has helped my career so much because it's a platform of skills that I never had before. The training program has, has helped me to go from a, just a regular job to a career because when I first came here, I didn't know anything about this line of work. Without doing this training, and we wouldn't be able to work for the companies that we work for. Learn more at laworks.net slash IWTP. This message sponsored by the Louisiana Workforce Commission. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Now I look at Ron Rivera and I look at the commanders and I say, Carson Wentz, was he just a placeholder? Because there's a part of me that looks at Taylor Heineke and I'm thinking, man, I kind of like what I see from Taylor Heineke more so than what I see from Carson Wentz. I see the influence in how Taylor Heineke fights for it and I see the way other people don't respond to Carson Wentz. That makes me worried about his leadership. GJ and Max, mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Whoa, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, Joe. It is hour number two of the Sports Hangover. Mr. Vegas, Rafael Esparza is the way to chime into the conversation. Lakers, Clippers, Knicks, Heat, Mavericks, and 76ers. That is the wish list for Kyrie Irving, who reportedly, per a New York Daily Post reporter, um, Christian is tweeting that he is uh he's asked and received permission to seek a sign and trade offer uh other than the Lakers per Adrian Wojnarowski no other teams per his sources seem to be interested in doing that they want to wait to see what happens with KD first and then they may go that route but anyway it looks like the Nets may not be what the Nets Look like from that point on. College World Series, Ole Miss winning yesterday. LSU hiring Wes Johnson, the Twins pitching coach yesterday. He will be available at the end of the week. They're finishing up a five-game series against the Cleveland Guardians with Major League Baseball. It's unprecedented that a Major League Baseball pitching coach in the middle of the season, as Jeff Passan from ESPN, covers Major League Baseball for them, tweeted last night, leaves in the reg- in, the, in, the, in the middle of the season to go and become a pitching coach at the collegiate ranks, much less just leave in general. So anyway, he's your Tigers' new head pitching coach. Lee, thank you for holding on, sir. Wanted to give you your proper time. What do you have for us, man? Hey, Gus, man. Hey, I was calling in because I wanted to chime in on the uh, NBA situation. Look, I'm I'm not a fan of the four-point play because I already hate the fact that Mm -hmm. you got these guys, they they don't want to drive to the hoop. And they, they, they're too late. They're scared of contact. Too late to take contact. If if I'm the NBA and I'm only doing this so I could attract more people to you know watch on TV, make it a more watchable product by creating a four point dunk or the or the three point dunk. Meaning, what I mean by that is, if you post around somebody in the NBA and and they're in that restricted line when you dunk, that's a four point dunk. I mean. Stuff like that. If you want it to be more entertaining and more watchable and more basketball purist type of situation, where you reward the big guys down low for working, for moving bodies around, trying to get to the hoop, you you reward them by if you get a posterized dunk, that's a four point play. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about calling a foul unless it's a foul. Like if they're inside, they're inside the restricted arc, and they go Zion go up on somebody and dunk it on them. That's a four point play. Don't even worry about the foul. There's four points. Go to keep the ball going the other way. That to me would be more entertaining than watching people just jacking up four point shots all over the all over yep. the court. I think be- it, because it was, Lee, you saw that during the postseason, the right? I mean, this game is a three point shooting game now, right? It is, it is. But what I'm saying is, you can give more incentive to the teams to actually whip the ball down low. When I say, you know what, if, if we go up and dunk this on this dude's head, that's a three-point shot or a four-point shot. You know, it's not just a dunk. It's not just a dunk plus the foul. No, if, if we dunk it on them, they foul, it's an automatic four points. 
So, so, so you're saying you want to add a point depending on what kind of play it is. We'll kind of finish. Okay. Well, if it's a posterized dunk, absolutely. Because now, <laughs> now what you're doing is you got teams game planning how we get the ball down low, how we get the ball to our best dunkers. Okay. Then you bring the big man. How are we judging that though? Are we, are we to leave it up to an official to decide if, if it's a poster or not? Well, no, we know who the poster is. <laughs> yeah. Everybody knows who the poster is. Everybody knows oh, if you go up to try that. to block a shot and you get I'd the ball that. dunked on you, you, you just got posted. I'd love because here's the thing. I'm trying to make sure the graph is with us for quite some time. You want to explode a coronary artery in his heart. Imagine if Tony Brothers or one of the our, one of our favorite officials, you know, there's CJ down the lane, B.I., da-da, we're all like, there it is. That's a four-point dunk. And he just starts running back down the court the other way. Just doesn't call it a four-point dunk. <laughs> I'm just that's the only problem with that. It's like what what determines yeah. it? Or over, because you saw it this year. That guy was calling offensive fouls on Pelicans players when he bailed they barely sneezed on the Suns players. You gonna expect them to call a four point poster? I mean so um but I, I hear you though. Know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, just that the whole four point thing. I like you said, there's only a certain amount of teams that'll be able to do it. All right. So it, it kind of makes it kind of limits certain teams. Like, well, you know what? Maybe since we don't have any four point shooters on this team, mm-hmm. maybe we need to get more defensive players in there to really make it hard on a four point shot. You know, type of thing. Now, now you're getting all of those. Uh, now you're getting a bunch of calls, a bunch of fouls, and jumping into the guy's landing space and all that because you know you got somebody like Steph Curry. You know, you got to cut. You got to get on Steph Curry before you get the ball across the court. You gotta, you know, you gotta run with him as soon as he, as soon as he inbound the ball. You gotta run, you know, you gotta be on all in your still box. So that, yeah, I mean, I don't know, I don't know. I just think if you wanna, if you want the game more watchable, maybe, maybe, maybe uh, um, call it, call it more even handed. Get the officials to hey man, be fair with the whistle. Mm-hmm. If you call this a foul on this end, it's got to be a foul on the next. Okay. Right. You what know, do you think? If they can just clean that up, that'll make it more watchable. What about the whole Kyrie thing? Uh, Draymond Green has come out and said uh, on the Bloomberg interview, LeBron um, and Kyrie would compete with us, but wouldn't necessarily mean they would beat us. I, I, I'd love to bring that rivalry in. Look, again, I, it'd be like the supervillain trio of AD, Kyrie. But if you're the Lakers, you want to make that happen as a sign and trade. AD and KD, I mean, you'd send AD over there. Uh, for, you know, Kyrie, or you do what you can, I guess, to get Kyrie to opt out and accept $6 million, because he can sign, he can opt out of his player option. That's going to pay him $36 million on Thursday. And then he can sign with the Lakers. Yeah. The Lakers only have a $6 million exception contract available for him. They cannot pay him $36 million. They don't have that because of Westbrook, AD, and LeBron are their max players. Right. Well, I look at it this way. I look at it how the Golden State Warriors deal with team. Built it through the grass, through the draft. The Pelicans are doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. We're building, we're building a because of the because of the Lakers. We're like we're building a great team through the draft. We're doing it the right way. And something you said last week, I think uh, no team should that's built that's drafting their own players should have to deal with the luxury tax situation if they're trying to resign their own players, as opposed like the Pelicans. If, you know, when, when all, all of these guys come up with a max deal, we should mm-hmm. be able to give them max deal without having to pay the luxury tax because we drafted them. And I think you you bring the game, you, so you could then, you kind of take the game away from all these prima donna that's in the league right now. They're holding the NBA hostage. And the way you take the power back is you allow the teams that draft right, that draft well, you allow them to, to re-sign their superstars for the next deal, but they don't have to pay a luxury tax. So you can have five superstars on your team, but as long as you drafted them, you can pay the flat rate, yeah. whatever their max contract is, you pay that. But you don't yeah. penalize them for, for being great. You don't penalize them for doing the homework and bringing the guys in. I think that the, uh, the commissioner really need to consider that and kind of take the game. You know, don't let the inmates run the asylum, so to speak. Let it, give, give the power back to the teams that do it the right way. And I just think if they do that, man, it, it'll be, you know, you, you'll see you'll see a lot less jumping around. Oh, I'm going to go build a super team. I'm going to go, no, you'll see a whole lot less of that. Right. 
I'm yeah. telling you, if they allow these teams to sign their guys to, that they drafted and cultivated to the max deals and don't punish them for being great. Don't do that. Don't do that. I mean, the, the NBA needs to be fair. And I think this will make it fair. If you if you draft right and you're doing it the right way, like go to state like New Orleans, we're not penalizing them guys for going over uh, for going over the luxury tax threshold. It doesn't exist because that's their players, the guys that they bought in, the guys that they worked that got got them great, the guys that uh, Vince spent time with getting that getting that shot, getting that uh, three point shot. Imagine imagine Herb Jones with a consistent. Uh, elbow, 15-footer, or uh, consistent 20-foot shot, or consistent three-point shot with mm-hmm. his defense the way he plays. He's going to be a max contract player. You know, don't penalize the Pelicans for getting him a max deal. He brings his average per game up from where it is now, what, 7 8 to 18 to 20? Don't penalize them for making him a max player because he plays defense. And, and he can shoot? No. Let them, let them keep be able to keep their guys, you know, give them an opportunity to, to keep their guys. Well, I saw last week, I saw last week, Lee, a lot of people thought that or feel that when it comes to your own player, if you draft a player that, and you give them eventually that second, third contract, you know, those those max extensions, those max deals, those super deals, 200 plus million, things of that nature, making 40 plus, that they shouldn't count dollar for dollar, two times to one as it is now. On the um, a franchise tax, because they're exactly. your guys, and, and like to your point, kind of, I think it's kind of what you're saying is that, like, let's say Zion, eventually, you know, they drafted him. They didn't draft CJ. They didn't draft Bi, but they drafted him, and that should just be like part of your your salary cap deal. You know, it shouldn't be. Well, you know, if that max extension's an extra ten to fifteen million, and that puts you over the luxury tax, then. You, you have to pay that full luxury tax value that you would for a non-drafted player. I, I think that makes sense. You know, I mean, you, to your point, if you put the emphasis of building through the draft, quote unquote, trying to do it the right way or your way, then to me, you know, th- why are you penalizing franchises for keeping them when they're up to make that kind of money? You know, and because the, the thing is this, it's almost like you, you're darned if you do and you're darned if you, if, if you are, right? Where it's this aspect right. of it. The NBA put in this specific thing to make sure to give current franchises an edge to keep their best player. And that thing is, as you know, the ability to pay your guy more than any other team, right? You can give that extra year. So you can, so you can go five years. Everybody else can give four. So there, the NBA put in place a mechanism for current franchises to try to keep their top talent as opposed, you know, when everybody was trying to leave and everything. Well, if you're going to do that, then why are you penalizing them when it comes to the luxury tax? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Don't, don't, it's like, it's like doing, a, doing, it's like bringing the needle halfway instead of bringing it to full. It's like putting, putting, putting the, uh, you know, you're taking the empty tank and you're putting it halfway full instead of just going in and filling it up. And being done with it. Don't, don't, don't go halfway. Go, go the whole way. In other words, promote the fact that if you build through the draft and you build it the right way, we won't penalize you for paying your guys top dollar. Because that one, like you were saying, that one year, um, extra that I could get to me is not enough. Yeah. Because I mean, AE point, point, uh, point Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis turned down the max deal to leave time. Yeah. He turned yeah. it down to leave town. But, you know, I I mean, it helped the team. Don't get me wrong. It helped the franchise. <laughs> it did. I mean, it did. he don't have Thank to be that awful. Yeah. yeah, no doubt, man. You know, Appreciate the time. Right, yeah, man. Have, have a good it. week, dude. Looking forward to it as uh, Rafael Esparza will join us next. I'll ask him from his perspective with what he does as an odds maker. If you had a four-point shot, how would it change how you do the odds in the game? Because you want to talk about bad beats. Um, you might be winning your bet, or he might be winning his bet, and all of a sudden, you know, just four seconds left with a bleep of it, I'm jacking up a four-point shot, and it goes in. <laughs> it just changes everything, man. It'll be very interesting. Let's talk a little bit about that with him next on ESPN New Orleans.
Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. RTC, Etel, and Vision have always led the way in communications. A network built for every possibility. Internet, TV, voice, and security. And now, we're moving faster than ever before, propelling us forward into the future. That's what we call revolution. And the revolution is closer than you think. RTC, Etel, and Vision are now Rev. New name, same company. Learn more at letsrev.com. An accident with an 18-wheeler can cause king-sized problems and wreck your life. If you've been injured by a big rig, don't play the game of claims with the insurance companies. The King Firm attorneys are experienced at handling 18-wheeler crashes and will see king-sized awards for their clients. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the king. If you've been in an accident with an 18-wheeler, ring the king at 909-KING. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus, the river parishes too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Only one performance a day. Let's get this show on the road, eh? Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-998-1003 is the way to jump into the conversation. We'll open up the phone lines here at the bottom of the hour. Mr. Vegas at VSI Doc Sports, the way to follow him over on Twitter, Instagram. He always puts up a free daily video for you, whatever play that is. I'll ask him that here shortly. Good afternoon, sir. Happy Monday to you. How are you? I am doing well. I'm getting ready to get my Laker uh, Kyrie Irving jersey. I'm ordering one for you, me, and uh, anyone else who wants one. I'm good. Um, more more impressive, Aaron Judge's walk-off homer yesterday, or the girl in the stands doing the bottle flip that got the entire section going bananas over there. Really? There's not a C? How about the how about the Cubs taking two out of three in St. Louis? That should be the C. Uh, a is Judge, the girl, and then C. Cubs taking two out of three. I'm thinking C all day long. But Aaron Judge, I mean, he can he's on pace to maybe come close to hit 61 home runs. Uh, yeah. What he's doing, he's just filling up his pockets of cash. He bet on himself, and he's winning he big. He did. Um, I saw some people today nationally kind of sit there and say, I forgot who it is. I'm trying to figure it out right now. Um. But essentially just saying that that um Aaron Judge is today's Derek Jeter. Tim Kirchin. Tim Kirchin was um the one saying that essentially, you know, he he's kind of what Jeter was back in the day to the Yankees and what he is. Do you do you think he's he's there at that point, at that spot? Uh, maybe, but I don't even think he stays. I think he bet on himself, and, and you're trying to tell me some other team is not going to outduel. The Yankee checkbook is not like the Yankee checkbook in, in, in the past, so he's putting up big numbers. I would not be shocked if some other team matches with the Yankees are probably going to uh, give him or, or maybe give him more. And now you have to throw in the National League is in the hunt for him because now because, the DH yep. Yep. Uh, is universal. So I don't even think he's going to be a Yankee next year as of right now. So I'm like, no, he's not Derek Heater-ish. If I'm going to put someone as Derek Heater-ish, then I would have to give it to maybe Trout, but he can't make it to the playoffs. So I don't think there's nobody that's Derek Heater-ish. Maybe dating profile is still Pete Davidson. <sighs> yeah. Oh, dude, that would be actually a really good question. That, that sounds like a good prop bet. Like, more props to... Pete Davidson or Derek Jeter? Uh, I'm still blown away. If you, everyone who's listening, pull off to the side of the road and Google Pete Davidson's uh, girlfriends, and his list is very, what, very impressive. That's it's, what I'm saying. Up there to Derek Jeter. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, like 
uh, I, I think I may be going Pete, bro. Because at least you can look at like, like shortstop of the New York Yankees, World Series champion, all-star, you know, good-looking dude. Like, there's a lot for going for Derek Jeter. And I'm like, I, I, I would say 98% of us go, Pete Davidson, huh? Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know who <laughs> and believe me, I am be, not. I am not ripping him. Yeah, be, he must be very funny. He must be very funny because I mean, like I said, I'm like, hey, I mean, a stand up. It's one of those like the gifs where everybody just stands up and just it's a very serious and appreciative applause. That's how I feel about Pete Davis. I am not hating. I mean, whatever you're doing, I mean. Congratulations, because there's a lot of people that just don't have a clue as to how, but it is what it is, and congrats to you. Um, when you look at that from from a baseball perspective, too, like, let's kind of go over to Omaha. How many people, I, I, I got to assume you have a few sushi nights on Ole Miss winning, huh? Yeah, that was a big, I mean, everyone thought it was either going to be Texas or Stanford. I thought they were the better, the two better teams that had better pitching. Uh, but boy, well, yeah, no one had, not that many people had Old Miss except when they went to Omaha because everyone was betting SEC teams in Omaha. So we lost uh, the last two days with the uh, Old Miss, but when we, when we typed in the futures and who the winner was, it was a nice win for us because like I said, Ole Miss shouldn't have been there a couple uh, about a month ago. We didn't even think they were going to be there. So, uh, so raising uh, the trophy uh, yesterday was uh, kind of cool to see. I think one of the things when you look at moving forward, like we've kind of joked going into it, Oklahoma, Texas will be in the SEC at some point, twenty twenty five. Maybe they can push it to go in there sooner. If that's the case, I mean, I, I've been joking last last week. Is it going? Is Omaha going to be the SEC Invitational? Do you think? Unlike college football, where there's going to be one or two SEC teams in contention every single year out of those four slots, do you think college baseball gets to that point, man, where six of eight, seven of eight will be SEC teams? I don't know. I mean, the Pac-12 always represents really good in baseball. We saw the Chancellors uh, a couple years ago uh, make it there. So, yeah, right. As of the last couple years, it's been. Uh, SEC, I mean, LSU's got some really good arms coming in. I, I, that's a good pickup. They got that Creighton pitcher coming in. Uh, but uh, there's always going to be a tech. There's always going to be someone in a Big 12. Like I said, Creighton always produces Oregon State, Stanford, UCLA. They always produce good baseball. Um, right now, it looks like it, but I think we're, in the next couple of years, I think it passes. Speaking with Rafael Esparza at VSI Doc Sports, the way to give a follow over on Twitter. All right, Mr. Vegas, Kyrie Irving has requested and been given permission for several sources to seek sign-and-trade offers. Woj from ESPN says there's only one team that's seeking to do that, that being sign-and-trade. Kyrie can still leave the Nets Thursday after 6 p.m. Eastern if he opts out of his $36 million player option, becomes a free agent, and can sign for however he wants with whoever he wants. The Lakers only have a $6 million exception that he could kind of fit in there. So he'd have to give up $30 million to go that route to go with the Lakers. Sign in trades the other route. But if you're the Nets, what do you want from L.A. in order for, you know, to make that sign and trade happen? Yeah, I just don't see that happening going to L.A. Because what do they have? They have nothing uh, on that roster. I mean, do you think... The Nets want Westbrook? No, they don't. No one wants. Uh, do you ask for KD? Right I mean, do you ask for AD? I think KD and AD may work. Now, I'm not saying you uh, want to go there or not, but I'm saying if I'm the Nets, I'm saying, all right, give me Anthony Davis. I, that, I guess that would be if I'm if I'm the Lakers, and that's what you have to do. But do, do you really? I, I don't know. I don't. I just don't see that happening. Uh, we have the Lakers at plus one fifty as a favorite. Mm-hmm. I see. Keep an eye out for the Heat, Knicks. And uh, the Clippers, I think those are the other three teams. Uh, I think if the Lakers just don't pull the trigger on it, uh, I would not be shocked with one of those three. And then, of course, the Nets in there. But I told you over the weekend, there's a lot of buzz of uh, Dame time, uh, you know, of sending some text messages out to uh, KD, say, hey, if you want to leave uh, Brooklyn, uh, there's I some nice that. places Didn't out he here post in Portland. A, he posted a Photoshop photo of both of them in Portland. Yeah. Like he yeah, did, so. not, not his people. He didn't like some fan doing it. That was Damian Lillard's account that did it. Yeah, isn't and, that tampering? By the way, isn't that tampering? 
I don't, I, I, what is the word? Find me the definition of tampering. I, 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 guess, I, I don't know what the definition I'm of I'm just saying, is. look, it wouldn't bother me to see C.J. McCollum on his Twitter or Instagram account post a photo of Damian Lillard in a, uh, you know, in a Pelicans jersey. But I mean, I technically don't think you can do that. I'm just, whatever. But look, at the end of the day, do you think KD stays with Brooklyn? It looks like Kyrie's gone one way, shape, or form. So what does KD do? It all depends on who, what they get back when uh, Kyrie uh, leaves, either sign or trade and all that. If they get something back, then I think he might stick around because he still wants to win one under his name. I think if he goes to Portland, it's still not his. He brought the chip. He brought Portland a champion. He brought Dame Time. Dame Time got a championship with KD. Uh, uh, so I think he stays because he wants that solo championship. Uh, I would be shocked if he goes anywhere else. What about Beal in Washington? I'm still blown away that he hasn't. I mean, everyone thought it was a for sure thing that he was staying, but he still hasn't done anything. I think what I'm hearing, the Celtics are really putting the pressure on Beal to maybe jump over there instead of going to Washington. I would keep an eye out for the Boston Celtics. Telling you know how it works with the Lakers. Yesterday's, you know, flavor of the day is yesterday's flavor. Today's flavor day was yesterday. Whatever you want to look at it. Zach Levine a month ago, right? Was that's what LeBron wants. Zach Levine to the Lakers. Levine was all about the Lakers. They both start the letter L. He's also a top free agent. Um, I don't hear that nearly as much, but it definitely doesn't seem like Chicago's where he wants to be. So where does Zach Levine go? I'm hearing that Chicago is still the front runner. Really? If he doesn't sign, if he doesn't sign it, if he does, uh, tell the Bulls he's going somewhere else. I'm hearing Spurs, uh, uh, Blazers, and uh, Atlanta Hawks are oh, three decisions. Don't sleep on my. I think Miami is going to uh, pull uh, a rabbit out of a hat and get somebody uh, to help. Uh, they were so close. I would not be shocked if Miami Heat gets someone out of all the names that's out there. But if Levine leaves, I would not be shocked if he goes to uh, Spurs or Portland. Wow. Um any other big names in the in the NBA free agency? Like, what what, what do you think is going to be by the time I call you and we talk again on Friday? What what would you say? Is it, is it hard? Night? I mean, that no one's really talking about that, right? He's going to pick up his player option. What about DeAndre Ayton in Phoenix? I know he's restricted, but do you think he stays the Sun or the Suns deal him? I think the Suns deal him. I would not be shocked if he's uh, in Atlanta. Uh, I think he. I think he's. I think he's a perfect fit for him to go to Atlanta. So I would not be shocked if he uh, leads. Uh, a Phoenix to go there, so I'm hearing a lot of buzz that, that that's where he's going. Mm, interesting. Okay. Um, Fisticuff, sir. What is it? UFC 276? Yeah, that should be an exciting one. I mean, there's a lot, a lot of big fights on UFC because there's some, the most uh, good fights are heavy, heavy favorites, but they should be very interesting. Uh, Israel Asante is minus $4 in some shops. Uh, see if that comes down a little bit. I'm excited to see. Wolanowski and Mac Talloway. This is the third trilogy fight. That should be very interesting. And then Sugar Shane O'Malley fights uh, on the card on UFC 276. So that should be fun out, out in the desert, which I will be attending. Mm. Bleacher Report just put this out there. Kevin Durant open to joining the Celtics if it means Kyrie Irving is traded. Can you imagine, quote, entertained by idea? KD is entertained by the idea. Of joining Tatum, Brown, and Smart. Imagine him as a Celtic. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be interesting. I mean, like <laughs> I said, the, the next couple of days should be very, very, yeah. very... I, I can't believe it's all around Kyrie Irving. I'm tired of Kyrie Irving. I'm just, I, just, I'm just tired I, of the name Kyrie Irving. I got to ask you one final thing, and then uh, you can go about your business this week, sir. The Houston Rockets, it's our question of the day, they posted a photo or a reporter that covers him at their practice facility. They have painted a red arc. Does it go and extend down the sideline to just wing the wing, but it's a four point shot arc. So CBS sports is out there asking, and we are today now as well. Should we see a four point shot in the NBA? Could we see it? Would you be good with that? But more importantly, you as an odds maker, how would a four point arc four point line change how you do games and how i mean how how quickly you think bets and stuff would change on a four-point shot that's available i think the totals would change i mean we would probably uh put out a higher total than normal i i don't think the game will change itself like point wise 
Uh, I think three would still be a kind of a key number, two and three. But uh, I think totals would definitely would have to change. We'd have to boost them up because everyone shoots them from the logo now these days. And that's just, it's not just uh, Steph Curry. So mm-hmm. I think the totals would be the biggest change. Um, what would have to happen in the NBA this year for you to be able to afford a $325 million super yacht that was just seized by the U.S. off of a Russian oligarch just in San Diego? I just saw that pop up. $325 million super yacht. We're talking about $250, $260 million deals in the NBA to free agents. A boat. It's $325 million. What kind of payday would Rafael Esparza need? Uh, none, because I have no kids. So, uh, <laughs> who do I, so who do I have to check out to? Imagine. And then sushi, then the no, sushi uh, on a boat for me this weekend. What guys. I'm saying, what I'm saying is like, what, what would have to happen? Like the magic, like you would have to, what would, what's the magic's odds of winning the NBA championship next year? Wow. That's, 10,000 that'd be or interesting. one. Something like that. That's what I mean. Yeah, I would say, okay. I would say that. But, so uh, so that, if that, I, I have to put like a million or two million or a hundred million on that, right? To get to 325, that's what I'm asking. What do I got to do to get to 325? Well, I'm going to buy the boat for you guys and then uh, we'll just cruise <laughs> around uh, the Gulf and just avoid hurricanes down and just, sh- and just uh, sail somewhere else where it's nice. I, I just honestly am trying to, how much money do you have to have to be able to, to buy? A three hundred and twenty-five million dollar yacht. Money is no money is not a problem for that person. Three hundred and twenty-five million for a super yacht. I'm sure he's still a little upset that it got seized, though. I can tell you that. <laughs> that's, you know, that's not some jump change. Raphael, thank you as always, man. Appreciate the time. The the free video on Instagram serves about who and what. Uh, I can't, but the Cardinals lost two out of three to Arch Cubbies, but I like them to bounce back. Adam Rainwright's on the mound. He's at home. Easy pitches better at home, and Miami can't hit on the road. So give me a short price Cardinals today. All right. If you want to go hear a little bit more on that, go over to Instagram at VSI.Sports. As always, appreciate the time, sir. Talk to you soon. Take it easy, guys. Have a great week. All right. There we go. It's a quick break. We come back. We'll join in with the graduate yet again. Go over our questions of the day. It's the Sports Hangover, and you're home for Pelicans basketball, ESPN New Orleans. It's Gus Gell with the Sports Hangover. Join us for Thursdays with the crew of Katie's. Every Thursday, we'll be live at a member of the Katie's family of restaurants from 12 to 3. Whether it's Katie's on Iberville, Francesca's Deli on Harrison, or Bienview on Hickory. Enjoy lively sports banter with delicious eats. Join us as we talk about the latest from our local teams, and you'll likely hear me argue with Scott Craig about his St. Louis Cardinals and my Chicago Cubs. Good thing he's a Brother Martin grad. Thursdays from 12 to 3 is the Sports Hangover with the crew of Katie's on ESPN New Orleans. Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding the lowest cost available on your medication. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let one of us review your options with you. With two convenient locations to serve you, we're located in Rouse's Supermarket, Highway 3235 in La Rose, or at Lady of the Sea Medical Clinic in Cutoff. Our staff available Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We treat you like family at Lady of the Sea. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You're not required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-501-3030. 800-501-3030. That's 800-501-3030. Come on, citizen! What are you waiting for? Pick up the phone. We want you to be on the show. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengap. Welcome back, Sports Hangover. 
Jordan, a graduate, joins us, sir. How are you? Oh, there we go. Sorry, let me plug you back in. There you go. You said it's starting to storm outside? It's starting to storm outside, so that you might hear a few dogs bark. Oh, a few dogs barking. That's fine. Uh, let's see. So you just heard Rafael Esparza say that he would have to add a little higher to the totals if they added a four-point shot, but... Uh, they wouldn't change the game nearly as much. Getting a lot of play, a lot of different uh, feedback on our question of the day. Yeah, and that is, like you mentioned to Raphael, the Houston Rockets put out there, uh, t- someone took a picture and it looked like they had a four-point shot um, to be made. And there are a few of the responses over on Twitter. Ryan says, absolutely not. Most math favors taking mediocre threes over running an offense and getting good twos. The points per possession with a four-point line would just exacerbate the problem. Andrew says, no way the game is already suffering with the obscene amount of threes taken per game. The only scenario where it could possibly work would be if the four-point shot was before half-court or at most a feet or to beyond the half-court. Jay Fowl simply uses a GIF. Um, Jim Eichenhoff actually responded to the question as well, and he kind of gives his take. Shots made from beyond that line will count as four points, but only if the ball goes in the basket in the final two seconds okay. of a quarter. So that's kind of what I was thinking, like right along those lines. It said final two minutes of a quarter, the four-point line is activated. Right. That's what that's what kind of Jim was saying. So I, I, I think that's I think that'd be. I think that would be cool, but I don't know. I'd like to see, like, the West Bank Hootas said, maybe start in the G League. I'd, I'd like to see it. You want to see it first? You want to see it? Yeah. Well, you can do it in preseason. And I know they've done different rules and things of that nature in the NBA preseason and tried different things. Um, we're kind of talking a little bit about this here in the show here as well. Again, it is the big news of the day was our lead because it, it doesn't directly affect the Pelicans, but it can, right? And that is Kyrie Irving requesting and receiving permission to seek sign-and-trade offers. There's only one team that wants to do that, that's the Lakers. Because, again, you have to have a lot to, to do the sign-and-trade and, and all of that. But it's also not only that aspect, Jordan, but it's the, what would KD do then at that case? You know, I mean, he's probably going to say, well, trade me. Oh, send me somewhere. And obviously, if both of those guys who currently are in the Eastern Conference come to the Western Conference, and it would add something, right? Kyrie to the Lakers can happen. He can opt out of his player option on Thursday, which would pay him 36 and a half, and he would he could sign for the Lakers reportedly for the $6 million exception. So he's leaving 30 on the table, which is a lot, but he could technically say, I don't need any of you guys. I'll show you. And then he can go join Russ, AD, Boo, and everything and then Bleacher Report saying that Katie's entertained by the idea of going to Boston but again here's the thing it would have to be some sort of trade like what else does Boston have to give to the Nets when you're losing KD right. you know if he wants well, to play with thing a lot of these guys aren't understanding is they're they're going to teams and in order to go to those teams you have to deplete the team that you're going on because you're the other team has to get something back for them so I mean with these guys keep moving around, I think they're expecting something different, but they got to realize whenever they move, they're, they're playing another team mm-hmm. of, of either picks or players whenever they, you know, don't meet or like go throughout their whole entire contract. The Bulls remain hopeful that Levine will choose to stay. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure I remember, right? Beginning of the playoffs, Zach Levine to the Lakers. He'd love to go back to Cali and all that stuff. <laughs> that may. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I like Zach Levine. It'd be be interesting to see where. I, again, I'd love him to stay in the Eastern Conference, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think what the Bulls have going on over there is actually something that's you know a lot of teams are probably going to start building off of. And um, I think the injury bug kind of caught up with them later in the season because they had a really good start at the, at the beginning of the season. I think one of the things that'll be interesting as well to sort of see is. Who else sort of moves in that aspect of it? I kind of went NBA.com asked the 10 names, you know, that's intriguing in free agency, which again starts Thursday. It's James Harden, but if he opts in, which why you wouldn't for 47.4 million, 
that's where he's going to be. And then you have DeAndre Aiden Phoenix. I stopped there because that is an interesting sort of aspect of it, right? We saw last week Cam Johnson was a player that was thrown in there and named as possibly somebody that could trade for that eighth pick. Well, that didn't happen, but it was reported to try to free up some space or something. If you're the Suns, that's how important do you think Aiden is to you? I, I mean, in the playoffs when they were facing the Pelicans, I mean, you got to admit, if Aiden, if Aiden wasn't there, I mean, I think the Pelicans more, more than likely win that series. Right. I mean, because Aiden was almost, you know, just as perfect as Chris Paul was. I mean, it, it seemed like Aiden never missed a shot from inside the, the paint. So I think what he gives them inside is, you know, something that a lot of teams don't have and the ability for him to create a shot and actually make it something up close is, is something big for the team. One thing that I thought was interesting too, they have at number four, Jalen Brunson with Dallas. I know a lot of people kind of think of Luca and things of that nature as, you know, their guy to do those things. But Jalen Brunson is, is a guy that was pretty big for the Mavs, isn't it? Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, the Mavericks are another team that are going to be, you know, a, a team to be reckoned with in the near future, especially with the way Luka Doncic has been playing. So I'm looking forward to seeing what that team has to do. I know the Pelicans have to see them just as much as almost any other team. But at the same time, I think Luka is going to be a, a force to be reckoned with in the near future, you know, for, for a little while. So I think Dallas is one of those teams that you got to look at for whenever they're at a new piece. Yeah, no doubt. So at number five, Miles Bridges from Charlotte restricted. Again, that's a little different restricted and non-restricted. Colin Sexton from Cleveland, he's restricted here as well. Team option, um, Lugens Dort. From OKC. I'm sure there probably isn't anybody on that top ten list where he would immediately sort of think about that. I'm not ripping. I'm just, just saying. Marvin Bagley, uh, the third from Detroit is number eight. Bruce Brown, Brooklyn, number nine. Carmelo Anthony of the Lakers, number ten. It's another one of those players. I'm sure if, um, the Lakers would like him back, I don't, I don't know. It's, you know, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it, he's, he's close to his day, right? I mean, 19th season, yeah. 37 years old, and, and you saw it last year. Like, they started out well, and then, again, it was one of the reasons people thought that it was the geriatric team for the most part uh, as to do that. So, I don't know. I mean, I get those are just sort of the names. It's just, it just, just feels like a different free agency period. Maybe that's why there's so much, I wouldn't even say excitement. It's just a lot of, you know, chatter about this. I mean, they, these two guys, KD, and Kyrie deciding on what they do matters, right? I mean, it does. I mean, it, it would change the balance of a team. It would change the options of a team. And maybe it depends how other teams kind of go about it. So it's interesting. You're Zach Levine. You've been waiting for this. You're the number one free agent, I think, you know, other than James Harden. Because even if he opted out, all honesty, who's going after James Harden right now? You? Hey. It's it's almost like all those the core guys from OKC are kind of no one wants them anymore. It's almost like, or they don't they're not happy with wherever they they go. So I, me personally, I wouldn't take a risk if I was an NBA team unless, you know, you're right there. You're right there. You should win a title and you have you know the capital and the uh, you have all the pieces in order to make it happen. So if I'm the Pelicans, I feel like if you would actually go after like one of those players. That would set you back a few years. Yeah. Isn't it nice? I mean, it's crazy. Like, we're sitting here on this Monday, and 1.44 p.m., you and I just kind of like, all right, great. Uh, when, when does training camp start? You know, it's like, it's like I'm, not, I'm not worried about getting that key free agent, finding that um that guy that can sort of do those things. Because I, I, I think part of the reason, I kind of want to maybe go into this next segment. Again, phone lines are open, 800-998-1003. Question of the day, would you want a four-point shot that the Rockets painted an arc uh, on their practice course? We've been kind of talking a little bit about that. We'll continue to discuss that. But, Jordan, I still think – I'm going to make this case, and, and we'll talk about this after the break. I still think, as, we're, as, as remarkable as it sounds – I still don't know what kind of team I'm going to have before I start to get to that point where I'm, this is the missing, the, the missing piece. You know what I'm talking right. about? When you, you start get, tinkering. Right. When you get to the stage of the missing piece, this guy is the missing piece. This, this player off the bench, three points, whatever, the missing piece. Because 
as I'll make the case out of the break, I, we haven't had a full season of Zion in the starting five. So I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know what we need. I mean, yeah, I mean, what we don't need. Piece, we don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 don't know. I literally don't know. We think we know. We think we know, but we don't like, I mean, right now I'm kind of feeling a little three more, some more three point shooting. You know, I love how we drafted some defense, I, but I, I don't know for, for all we know, they may have just enough and it's just a matter of time. Imagine that. I had somebody tell me that, and I was like, huh? And he presented. I Let me eat the break, and I'll, and I'll tell you. So Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans, your home for Pelicans basketball. It's Monster Jam! The official Monster Truck Series. Witness the world's best drivers competing in your favorite Monster Jam trucks. Be part of the action. Let's hear it! Coming to Caesar Superdome July 9th. Brought to you by BKT Tires and your local Southern Quality Ford dealer. It's full throttle fun for the whole family. You have to see it live, so lock in your seats today. Visit MonsterJam.com for tickets and event details. As a leader in the oil and gas industry, Joe's Septic Contractors caters to oil field clients offering vacuum truck service for offshore tanks, vessels, or treatment plants containing sewage or gray water. Their rental department offers state-of-the-art offshore portable toilets, also holding tank rentals and portable hand-washing stations. Call Joe's Septic Contractors 24-7-985-632-5592. In Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, and Reserve, or visit their website at joesseptic at viscom.net. Is knee pain keeping you from living your best life? Get back into the swing of things with a robotic-assisted knee replacement from Thibodeau Regional Health System. Robotic-assisted knee replacement means greater precision and a joint replacement that's customized to your anatomy. And this could mean less pain and a quicker recovery. Most importantly, it can mean improving your quality of life. Learn more at Thibodeau.com. Do you have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Shop on eBay this holiday season to get more for your go-on-stand mixers mm. or get more. <gasps> Bling for less cha-ching on jewelry. And on eBay, you can even get more Cyber Monday steals on this season's hottest tech and gaming gear. You can get more because you save more on premium tech brands with eBay's exclusive Cyber Monday deals. Get more when you get it on eBay. They say that once you give him control, he'll own your brain forever. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Uncle Earl, sir, I see you. Thank you for calling The Sports Hangover. You're on with the graduates and the goose. What's up, buddy? Hey, goose. It's been a while. How y'all been doing, Jordan? Goose? Yeah, doing well, man. Doing well. Jordan, uh, Uncle Earl's asking how you're doing. I'm doing well other than this weather that's oh, you know, kind of putting a damper on no, things. No, it's no damper. I, would you rather sizzle? Would you rather get a little damp, a little wet? Well, I would, well we're kind of hey, inside right now. I, I don't know if you have to gr- <laughs> cut the grass or not. No, well, the, the grass is coming at some point. Is it raining by you? No, no it it's not. Like it's it. not rained yet. Rained this morning. Not now. What you got, Uncle Earl? Hey, I was on nights last week, so I'm glad I worked mm. on nights last week because I heard during the day was oh, murder. Brutal. It was brutal hey goose I've, I've been away for a little bit man uh uh, uh three things real quick um the draft on, on on the guys we got man it looked like we got some uh um you know some really good players i don't yep. really know a whole lot about them um we got some guys that are athletic and shoot i mean shoot a little bit pass mm-hmm. the ball got some height and all that good uh, who are the best sh- shooters out of that group and how does that with them three guys we got, and plus with our team now, Goose, is there something else that we need to get, like another big time shooter? What do y'all guys think on, on that? Um, it's interesting. So, Uncle, I- yep, cool. Thank you, man. Um, 
Jordan, Uncle Earl actually just presented what you and I talked about during the break that I was going to, you know, do here when we came back. And that's, I was having a conversation over the weekend about just where are the Pelicans. And as I've been saying, Uncle Earl and Jordan, you now have to look at this team as a team that I'm either building, constructing, or evaluating, or prognosticating. Like, I, I'm, what am I thinking they're going to be? Can they win four games? Can they do that twice to get to the conference finals, right? You gotta win the first round, the second round, then the conference championships. I mean, I, so at the very minimum, I need to win eight games to get to the opportunity to then win four more to then get to the NBA finals and then win four more. But right now, again, I'm looking at this organization as steps. I need to get to a second round team. I, I, I want to build my organization to where, where, where we should be absolutely a team that is a second round playoff team like we need to win that first round so when you look at the teams that are out there matchups and let's say these guys are healthy because i'm hoping that my guy is healthy in zion right earl so yeah i have do i have some shooting jordan do i have enough three-point shooting do i have paint dominance i got some guys that can rebound do i have guys that can come off the bench i got a defender in herb i got leadership I believe I got a guy in Brandon Ingram that can make shots all over the floor. And we saw him towards the end of last season kind of become that, you know, that, that a playmaker. So that's good. So I got somebody that can sort of do that. And I love my scrappy bench. And I'm going to say that, right? Whether it's Alvarado, it's Trey Murphy, it's other guys you can get. We hadn't even brought in the two draft picks, Earl, that you just mentioned because both of those picks her Trajan Langdon can come in right now and help defensively. So I might have added more defense. I got the shot doctor's going to help them in their 8 to 10 to 12 minutes a night. Give me 6 to 10 points maybe. So, man, the more I think about it, it's not a bad team. I, it's kind of constructed Huge where you got depth, a little bit too, of everything. Huh? Huge depth, man, especially on a defensive side, man. I love it. Yeah, Jordan, how how where, where do you think this team is when you compare them to again, I'll go to what I said at the end of last season. And I thought it, it's hard for me to not feel having watched them go toe to toe with the Suns and again, you needed a historic night or two from Chris Paul, right? I mean, DeAndre Ayton, does he have the games he has? When he had that high offensive output, if Zion's playing, like I think if Zion plays, they win that series. Uh, Jordan, I think it's definitely close. And if DeAndre Ayton leaves, I think that you could easily make the case that the Pelicans are right there with the Suns throughout the entire season. Maybe not in just you know a seven-game series, but maybe throughout you know the consistency of entire season, including the postseason. I think you can say that that there might be a little bit better, or just right there with them. Yeah. Like I said, to me, it just, I would see it. Uncle Earl, if Zion plays, that's 20 to 27. He averaged 27 the last time he played, right? For, for, for a season. So. Oh, yeah. Let's say if he just gave me 20 in that series. And I oh, think we, presence, we're definitely moving on. I, well, I, cause I here's believe. the thing. The biggest thing, Earl and Jordan, is this. With Zion on the floor, can you still double Brandon Ingram? Well, it kind of goes back to that whole. Go ahead. I, it still kind of goes back to that thing that we were talking about with Will Guillory at uh at Katie's. Does he does he change, you know, how the course of play for the offensive side of the ball when Zion returns? Is there going to be you know a switch in power to where things don't flow naturally? I think that's going to be expected the first couple of games when Zion comes back. I don't think they're going to. I mean, they they very well could click right away, but in most cases, when you add a you know a guy like Zion or a key piece like that who hasn't played in a while in a system that's been working, it's it's going to look a little different for a couple of games. I'm, I'm not going to say that it's going to last a month or two, but right. I mean, I think you, you, you could see that maybe productivity is a little bit lower than it usually is with a guy like him coming in. But that's okay because there's always there's always growing yeah. things. No, Uncle Earl, hey, Goose. Need, yeah, go ahead. Hey, Goose, and also, and I forgot we still have CJ on the team, man. Like double down and kick it out to our shooters. Right. And, and that's why I was asking any of these, these big guys that we got because they kind of remind me like of a Herb Jones, maybe a little taller, 
you know, you're a great defensive. What what are, what are the great outside outside shooter uh, players that we can add to the team? Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think we got we got some guys that can really shoot the ball right now, right? I mean, or you think we need to add one more? Well, I, like I, I I'm of the the school where I, I think you can never have enough three point shooting or shooters, right? Oh, I agree. But I guess Trey Murphy's your three-point shooter right now. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't have that. Brandon Ingram can shoot the three. CJ McCollum obviously has shown that he was probably the most consistent three-point shooter on the team, or can be, right, or at least can make some of those shots. You saw him make threes last year. Um, and, look, you, you saw from Herb to others if they're open, and I think that's the thing that, I guess, excites me here. And, and that's the ability of Zion to create space for oh, others. Yeah. And you're not going to have nearly as, as as many contested shots. I, they got to go down. They got to go down. You know. And oh, hey, hey, oh. hey, Goose. One more thing, if you don't mind. Yep. Hey, man. Uh, about our uh, uh, our Saints, Goose. You, you think? Uh, I know we were trying to find another running back, and, and we we're not hearing anything about Kamara deal. Hopefully, that's mm-hmm. later on. Even if it does happen, do we need to? Or can we? Still go out and get somebody as a, a backup from a security blanket right now. Are you I, I think I, on I, that? that's definitely going to be something that they'll look at. And I think sort of like Sean and them have done in the past, Jordan, we've seen the Saints when training camp happens, there's injuries or other guys kind of step up, but it's a crowded backfield or something. Um, I, 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 I would be highly shocked if the Saints start the season and haven't added some sort of running back depth, Uncle Earl. Thanks for the phone call, man. Appreciate it. Hey, Goose, always a pleasure, baby. Yes, sir. It was a pleasure. We'll be at Francesca this Thursday for our Thursday crew of Katie's. Jordan, before we let you go, um, NBA.com top 30 storylines heading into free agency. For the Pels, simple. What's the team's next move with Zion Williamson? That's that's their storyline. You'll, you'll hear some haggling about whether New Orleans will fully guarantee Williamson's deal considering his injury history, but picture the power forward playing alongside the talent the Pels acquired last season, and the decision becomes easier for a team that really doesn't have much roster flexibility. So that's it. Like That's the big question. I mean, it's crazy where the Pelicans are right now, isn't it? No, it's definitely fair. Like you say, I think you only have one spot open, and that's going to be for your your, your number eight pick. And and, um, I'm losing his name for a second. Dyson Daniels. Yeah, Dyson Daniels. And I tell you what. Get rid of a few guys if you want to, you know, add EJ Liddell. Dude, if, if Liddell is half of what Herb was, and I get, and I get, almost get a sense that maybe it's not fair. It, maybe it's not fair. Cause again, what Herb does is not, and did, is not normal. But Herb was also a player that if you remember as head coach is like, man, I have no idea what those teams before Herb were thinking that didn't pick them. And, you know, and you kind of get the sense and feeling the same thing with Liddell, dude. If he could come in and make it, I just, like, I, I, I'm getting giddy, and I understand all this is potential. But you may have a, right, like, it, it's hard for coaches, and coaches sometimes shorten their rotations because I just can't trust that many people in key moments, right, in the postseason. I just, maybe I don't know if I can do that. What if you were able to legitimately keep players fresh in the postseason, in big games, in April, in March, because you legitimately have talent that can play. I mean, I, I think the depth that the Pels will have will make it to where you don't have to play your starters a ton of minutes, you know? I mean, it wasn't that long ago, Jordan, that AD couldn't go to the bathroom because if he did, the Pels go down 15, right? If B.I. doesn't play, you're not, you're not going to win. I don't think that's going to be the case this year. Where Also, if there's something something interesting, maybe is the Pelicans' window already open? Oh. You're, got a, got you, a lot of cheap contracts. You, you want to open the window right now? You got a lot of cheap contracts. You, and those, okay. and those rookies played really well. Okay. Well, you're going to be paying some guys. You got to keep the roster per, I, relatively cheap. All right. How about this? How about this? Because I know in this next hour, you got to get busy. How about tomorrow? We'll, we'll make that a conversation. We'll make that okay. a question of the day. You know, how far perhaps are the Pelicans window from being open? Or do you think right now you're like, yeah, you know, first cool front in October just showed up, Jordan. We're not saying it's the dead of winter. Right, it's just the first cold front of October comes. That's in the seventies. We're gonna. I'm opening the window. That's what I'm saying. 
Maybe I, I could maybe argue with you on that, or um, or agree with you rather on that. Jordan, thank you, man. As always, appreciate the time. Absolutely. I'll there, talk to you later. There he goes. Jordan Graduate. Hour three next. Ed Daniels leads things off on ESPN New Orleans.